Welcome back, everybody. Uh, on or out's on. Hello, Trevor's this is on. Trevor. Good to, good to be back with everybody. Howdy, Trevor. And we are back on the Double Stack F1 podcast. It took a minute for us to record this episode. I know the race ended on uh, Sunday. It took a really Monday. long time for the race to finish, too. So I, I feel like it's appropriate. So we decided to just take our time for this one. And given, you know, there's not, no F1 content for a few weeks, you know, we thought it was just appropriate to, to just, you know, feed you guys some content when uh, you're starting to go through withdrawals. Um, I'm starting to, I'm getting messages from friends that are saying that they're they're feeling the pain already. They're looking forward to the next race. But uh, in, that would be in Baku. But for now, we're going to attempt, because it's basically an attempt here, to recap this crazy Australian Grand Prix. Trevor, what's your take on what we saw this weekend? So if I were to sum the race up in one word, I'd say it's chaotic. Um, it was chaos. It was chaos. It was nuts. So the red flags came out pretty quick and uh, there were multiple of them. And um yeah, it was just nuts. Should we just dive right in? Um, I don't know how how we should go about yeah. this. So I think we should dive right in. Uh, maybe I should give a one word too. I, I don't get that option, man. Like I'm not yeah, allowed go to for give it. a let's, one word. Let's hear it. But chaotic is taken. So yeah, I haven't thought about it though. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to put maybe, you on the spot. You put yourself I on know. the spot. I'm 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 gonna I'm I'm gonna probably go with uh unpredictable. There you go. A good yeah, one, I think. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, see, I can think on my feet. Let's move on. So, <laughs> you, you on, I think on Sunday or Saturday, you gave a top 10. I want us to revisit that because <laughs> going back to that unpredictable list, uh, we don't, we don't have to revisit this one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want, I want to. I, I wanted to like uh, go over over your top ten, maybe see if uh, you were able to predict uh, anything because I'm 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 for sure uh, not was I'm sure I didn't predict anything. I couldn't have predicted what the lineup we got at the end. So give, give, re- remind me what you had. So I did pretty well with the podium. Uh, I got two out of the three, um, but the mm-hmm. rest of the top ten I didn't I didn't get any right. And uh, several of my top ten picks didn't finish the race or didn't finish in the points. So uh, not so not, yeah twenty percent not 20%. the best top yeah not the best top ten. But uh, anyway, is that, a, is that a C or an F? Is twenty percent a C or an F or like a, what is it? Uh, it's not an A. That's for sure. Yeah, it's it's a massive fail. Okay, um, so let's go. <laughs> Let's go so through had, this list. All right. So I had Verstappen, P1. Oh, yeah. Verstappen. What happened to him? How was his race? His race was uh, pretty good. He had a really poor start. Um, Russell passed him in turn one. Hamilton got past him in, I think it was turn two. Three, baby. Maybe turn got three. Into- Maybe turn yeah. three. Yeah. Um, what, is, what else happened there? <laughs> what else happened there? Um, so... He ended up eventually getting mm-hmm. well. It was it was kind of chaotic, like we said earlier. <laughs> um, with the Albon on lap nine, um, put it into the wall, brought a bunch of gravel out onto the track. Um, Bend it. He he sure did. <laughs> and so they brought out a safety car. Um, but while the safety car was out, Russell pitted, and I think Signs did man. as well. And then they threw the red flag uh, shortly after. So that kind of made everything a bit chaotic. Um, Hamilton what and did Ver- Verstappen do at the, in the meantime? I want to know what Verstappen did. What I don't know. Do? What's your... He was just cruising. I mean, he, he was cruising in third. Russell pitted, put him into second. Oh, okay. red, red flag happened. Um and then on the restart, he was behind Hamilton, and I think it was the the first DRS zone once DRS was available again that he he made the overtake. Man, um, that DRS is crazy on the Red Bull. Yeah, holy macaroni and cheese! <laughs> I don't know what to, that was brutal. It was like he was going three hundred and twenty something, and it felt like Lewis was just like slowing down to let him by, like probably using his entire battery. 
and Verstappen is like, thank you very much. I'll take P1 from here on. Yeah, he was he was clear ahead before the braking zone. Like it wasn't even Hamilton couldn't even do anything to to contest that um, that corner. Um, yeah, but then that Red Bull after that for Verstappen, he he was pretty much cruising from there. At one point, he locked up going into the final or the second the second last corner. Um, took a little detour mistakes. on the grass. He does he does make mistakes. I think he blamed <laughs> it on the car. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but he did well. Ultimately, survived all the restarts and took him win number three. I would say or number two of the season. Number two. Number two. It's well ahead now. I think how many points? Uh, uh, that's a good question. He's got sixty nine points. Uh, Perez has fifty four. Lucky number 69. That's a good one. So speaking of Perez, yeah. I had him at P2, uh, a bit ambitious. Um, he kind of kind of struck. He did a he did an okay job. He had a decent race. He kind of struggled to get through the field. Um, he had a hard time catching up to Norris. It took him several laps to to close like a three second gap to Norris uh, late in the race. I think that kind of halted his uh, his progress, um, but ultimately ended up finishing fifth, um, which is a pretty decent recovery considering he started from pit lane. Yeah. Well, one thing I thought was interesting about Perez was, you know, when they had the first, I think, was it safety car? So when the safety car came out the first time, Perez went in and it was a it was a strong move. Where he he goes in, he gets the soft. He wins from. No, I'm sorry. He goes from hard to medium, and just gets the the pit stop out of the way. And he he was set for the race. And if nothing had stopped, he would have continued, right? But he got an opportunity to come back. He came, he came back the second lap after that. I think it was still under safety car. And bolted, and bolted on, on the hards. Did he put the hards on under safety car? Or did he do that when it was the red flag? No, he did a double tap. Okay. So he comes. He comes in. I think we start the race, and like a lap or two, and right after Leclerc, Leclerc has an accident. He comes in, gets the right. media, and then goes back out to finish the race and then on the when the when the red flag comes in he changes again into a hard for a second pair of hards he he probably didn't have any pit stop one two three four five pit stops that's pretty that's a lot so i think like that cost him some time yeah that could be Pretty good, pretty good on Paris. So you had him on what P two? I did. That was a bit. That was a bit ambitious in retrospect. Um, overtaking wasn't quite as as easy for the Red Bull as I thought it would be. Um, cool. And then in P three, I had Alonso. Um, he ended up finishing P three. That was the only other. Hurrah. The only other one out of the top ten that I got right. Um, so P three for three consecutive races for Alonso. Um, he was fortunate with the. Uh, the reshuffling of the order at the end of the race when they they had the the restart on lap 56 um he got hit by science and and spun around but um because it it got red flagged again so quickly they reshuffled the order went back to the order that they had for the the restart and essentially kind of just finished it under safety car from there so had alonso for p3 thought he drove a, a pretty good race um at Hamilton and P4. Yeah, uh, Alonso. Um, yeah, oh, you yeah. can finish Hamilton, I guess, because this it, this this thing I wanted to say is for the two of them. I'm I was surprised that Alonso didn't finish ahead though, like P2. Like I just I I couldn't get it. Like the car I was, was faster for the last two races. So sure, yeah, I I was also a little bit surprised when I was watching the race, but um kind of watching the the press conference afterward and in a few inter interviews listening to Alonso talk about it and and also listening to Lewis talk about it 
Um, sounds like Lewis basically made no mistakes the the whole race. It sounds like he maybe locked up a tire one time. I think Alonso said it was turn 13, um, but that's it. So 58 lap race made made one minor mistake. Alonso wasn't able to capitalize, but Alonso said he kind of kept. Uh, hanging back a little bit and then putting on pressure, hoping Lewis would make a mistake and Lewis would kind of pull away a little bit and kind of just did a good job of maintaining the gap to Alonso um, the whole time. So um, you're right. I, I agree that with Alonso's car, I thought he'd be able to get past, but it sounds like Hamilton basically just didn't put a foot wrong. Um, and and that's yeah why Alonso couldn't get past him. Alonso was like, you know, when 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 quali when 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 they did the quali, it was funny because he was like, yeah, tomorrow we have more race space than the Mercedes. We'll get them there and we'll get ahead of them. So that was where I was like hoping to see, you know, some sort of overtake like we saw in Bahrain. But I think you know you're right. Like the the Mercs was able were especially Hamilton. They were able to defend pretty well. And it didn't play out. So, and that puts me in sort, sort of a doubt going into the next few races. Um, because I just don't know if I can count on Aston Martin to continue delivering the same way they did and to turn one. I'm still not convinced that uh, uh, this team can probably continue developing the same way. Or maybe it was just a fluke on, on this racetrack. But, yeah, it was. it's still something that I'm not completely at ease with. I don't know. Well, I did catch an interview with Toto Race or Toto Wolf after the race. Um, you speak fast, huh? <laughs> right, and uh, he said that the the performance improvement for Mercedes at at Australia was largely track specific. Um, he said it was essentially the same car that they ran in in Jeddah and Bahrain, and it won't be until Imola that they bring um, a major upgrade package. So. Um, he's, he kind of made it sound like every, um, for now, every kind of variation in performance is, is mostly track specific. That explains the performance of this Mercedes. All right. Would you next? Have next? I, had, I had Russell for P5. Um, Russell was driving a great race. He was in P1 after the start, beat Verstappen off of the line and was oh, doing a pretty good job. that overtaken to turn one though. That was beautiful. He, that was nice. he even said it on on when they were talking about when they were doing the parade. He was like, "It's full send. It's like full send into turn one. They're gonna really go for it." So that was cool to see him come through with it, though. But yeah, beautiful move. And uh, he was pretty unfortunate um, with the the safety car red flag situation after Albon went off. Uh, like we said earlier, he pitted, um, came back out onto the track with, but. You know, shortly after there was a red flag and the rest of the field got a free tire change. Um, and then later on in the race, he had a, a pretty spectacular engine failure, um, a lot of fireworks. It was it was interesting to see. You don't see F1 engines blow up like that too often anymore. You, it was kind of. And you don't even see the, the Merc past. engine blow up like that. How many times did we see a Merc engine blow up last year? I, I don't know if I've ever seen a Merc engine catch on fire like that. I mean, I've seen them have engine problems before, but that was yeah, the first time I saw anything like one. that. I don't know how they were running it. I don't know how he was pushing, but it's 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 bizarre. And and I think when you start seeing stuff like that, it's like it it's worrisome, right? Because it could happen to either of the drivers. It happened on the Aston last week. In, in Saudi Arabia. And again, this week we have like a massive bang on the back of Russell. So it's like that, those, those drivers, like the McLaren drivers, the, the, the Aston Martins and, and the Mercs, like, and even the Williams, like it could happen to anybody at any point, a DNF, you know, out of the blue on engine issues, like sort of Ferrari engine last year. So I think that's one to take into account for, for the remainder of the season for anyone carrying that Mercedes engine in their back. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Um, definitely alarming if, if you see that happen with the same engine that you have in your car. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's not just so, uh, the Red Bulls that have some sort of uh 
engine or reliability issue. I think it's it's Ferrari had kind of seems like everybody does. Yeah, yeah, kind of seems like everybody has issue. Right? Yeah, yeah. Ferrari so, had like uh, on Leclerc, right? In the race? Yeah, in yeah, Bahrain. In Oh yeah, I think he did. Yeah. But well, speaking of Leclerc, that's who I had. Uh, I had him for let's see, P six. Um, he didn't have a very long race. Uh, I think it was into turn one. He was uh, trying to make up some positions. He kind of qualified out of position. I think he was trying to make up a uh, quite a bit of that into turn one. He ended up getting clipped by Stroll. Um, Stroll's front left hit Leclerc's right rear. Um, and he was immediately on the radio. That's just a blaming Stroll thing. Yeah, but in this particular instance, I, I think Leclerc was uh, kind of at fault. Stroll had somebody to the other side of him. He had nowhere to go. And uh, Leclerc kind of just cut in front of him. So, um, But at any rate... Uh, Put him into the gravel, and and that was that was it for his Australian Grand Prix. Does he have the most DNFs of the, of anybody on the grid this year, or no? Who else has? I think so. He's only got six points. Yeah, he DNF twice. Uh, I don't think anybody has DNF twice. I I don't remember. Let me go back and check my race results. I don't remember. And Saudi, who DNF? Yet Albon, Albon also DNF and DNF. and Stroll in Saudi. Saudi, and then in Bahrain you had Leclerc, Ocon, and Piastri. So there's a few of them. So you have Ocon, Leclerc, and Stroll. I know not Stroll. Albon on two DNFs. Okay, that's pretty interesting stat. Keep an eye out for the DNFers. Cool. Next. Cool. Next. Next, I had Stroll. Uh, he did a little bit better than I expected. He ended up finishing P4. I had him in P7. Um, so, not. Again, I didn't again, see him, didn't a, lot see him a lot this race. Yeah, I don't really have much to, to say about Stroll. Um, he drove a good race, finished P4. That's really solid points for the for the Aston Martin. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't thing. have. Yeah, but Keeps he's his the... nose pretty clean. Yeah, other than that contact with Leclerc, but I don't, mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think that was his fault. And uh, he did go off on that lap that wasn't a lap toward the end. But um, so Aston Martin really kind of benefited from the the reshuffling at the end because they so had Alonso spin out? around. And a couple, well, Alonso spun around. He was at the back of the grid. And then, a, like a couple corners later, uh, Stroll went off the circuit um, and lost but, so that, a bit. So then the red flag came out and mm -hmm. they uh, <laughs> went back up to, to where they were before and ended up finishing uh, third and fourth. Cool. Next, I had signs. I'm interested to, to get your take on, on how signs' race went. Good. I want to cry right now. That's not fair. Just, just not fair. I think. Did you hear the radio message between uh, him and dude, his engineer I, about the? That was, that man, was, that was rough. That, that was, was tough painful. to listen to. Uh, and he was right. Like, come on, team. Like, Fernando's able to get away with murder. Like, this is a race incident. Like, can you not like find precedent where stuff like this happened? Bring it to the, to the, uh, to the referees or whatever to the to the guys upstairs and tell them like let him go like he this makes no sense like you punish him for a lap that didn't even exist like, yeah that's the thing that's crazy about it everybody who would have been worse off by that lap that they were kind of made whole but science is like the only one who wasn't yeah plus i blame uh, stroll for not like backing up the field for like five seconds or so so that the penalty could be like null and void void when they restarted <laughs> if i'm stroll like i'm sitting i'm like backing finish, it up finish 4.9 seconds <laughs> behind signs yeah just like park it there man like 
Man, you he could get a Ferrari seat doing stuff like that. Wasn't he part of the Ferrari Academy? Isn't that like? I think he was. This they're brothers in arm, man. Like you should be able to like give back, give back to you're, you're an alumni, man. Like give back to the school. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. Like Stro, man, Stro didn't deliver there. Anyways, yeah, but got it. He really got it. He ended up P12, man. I agree. The I don't think the penalty made a whole lot of sense to me. It was essentially a lap one incident. It's he clipped the the tire. The car spun around. It's not like he smashed into the the side of another car, causing a huge collision or anything. Um, yeah, it was a it was strange. I thought it was a pretty harsh penalty. And give a guy um, a break. Oh, Ferrari had a rough day. Brutal. They had a terrible day. They could have they could have been on for P four, but instead they had no points. <sighs> they, every other Ferrari engine customer team got points, right? You got Joe Yu in points, P nine. You got Hulkenberg in the points. Who else am I forgetting as a customer team? That's it, right? I think that's it. Yeah. Everybody else, Everybody else. Yeah, all your customers, all your customers get, points. get points and you get none, none. zero. <laughs> tough break. It's a tough day, man. But I guess he, I helped, guess he the helped the customers, the customers though. though. Or, was, or did he, he, he just help Sonoda? Only Sonoda. Sonoda not a customer. Yeah, Sonoda was like loving life after that. The curse. Yeah, yeah, I was lucky on that one too because I was I was rooting for Sonoda breaking the curse. So, I I'm jumping the gun. Carry on, carry on. So, moving on for P9, I had Albon. Um, like we kind of mentioned earlier, Albon had a he had a great qualifying. Uh, started in the top ten, but on lap nine, put it into the wall. Um, brought out a safety car. Ultimately, a red flag and. That was kind of the beginning of of the chaos of of the Australian. My question Grand Prix. was, what was he looking for over there in turn in turn six? Like, what, what's there? Like, what is he looking for? What what is he aiming for over there, man? Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I'm not too sure either. Yeah, like, what's there? Like, where are you going? Like, and then, and then he. Oh my god! And then that was the beginning of the end for everybody's race. Thank you, Alba. <laughs> it really was. Um, but it but, just kind of goes to show. The race, though. Yeah, and he had a fantastic weekend going before that. It just kind of goes to show you can do everything right except for one thing, and it can just kind of end your entire weekend, which is did, basically did what happened. Did you hear what he said in the news about the reason why he went off? No, I didn't hear that. He mentioned he said a spike of temperature rear left like he went off like a corner or two before touched the grass or something and or touched gravel or something mm -hmm. he said that's that spiked up the temperature in the rear uh left uh tires which then he lost grip into turn six i'm like bro like everybody goes off track here and there it doesn't you don't just bend it the next corner because you touched a little bit of grass i don't know man like if I'm a race car yeah. driver, I'll find an excuse. I felt like that's a race car driver right. excuse. You got to say something. Yeah, dude. Just admit it, though. It's all good, it's you, all know. good you know. And then rounding out my my top 10, my pretty inaccurate, unpredictable top 10, <laughs> I had uh, at Hulkenberg P10. He actually finished P7, so he did a little bit better than I expected. There was a point... There was a point in the race where I think it was the closest he's ever been to finishing on the podium. Uh, he has the unfortunate title of the, the best F1 driver to not finish on the podium. And there was a point where he was in, it was not today. during, it was during the final red flag. He was in P4. The penalty to science was handed down, which would have essentially put him on the podium. But then the then the the reshuffling of the order came from from race control and and he got knocked back down to to P eight and then after science's penalty finishes uh, P seven. 
Yeah, race control was like, no, 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 not today. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it was. It's incredible that you had Hulkenberg. Like when you said he was going to be P10, I was like laughing inside. I was like, this is definitely going to be wrong. Uh, but wrong in a sense, like he wasn't even going to get points. He was just going to fall back as usual. But yeah, yeah, kudos to Hulk. For, uh, he was one race control decision away from getting his first podium. Yeah, <laughs> but he did fantastic. Destroyed Magnussen, uh, both in quality and in the race. I think he's getting to Magnussen. Magnuson destroyed Magnussen like Magnussen destroyed his suspension. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I was going to say destroy Magnussen the same way Magnussen destroyed uh, uh, Schumacher. Like, yeah, you know, so far, I'm that, getting some that deja kinda... vu's here. Yeah, so far it's uh six points to one. So, yeah, dude, interesting we battle. Over there at six points in one race, and then he beats him every time in quality, though. Like, he does, lot. that's true. Like, by a lot, like, he's definitely more consistent. Um, when they're both at their best, I think it's it's probably 50 50 between them, but Hulkenberg is. Seems to be the more consistent driver. Yeah. Hulk is bad. Yeah. So now, you know, I'm going to, going forward, I'm going to, you know, give a little bit more respect to Hulkenberg. Hopefully the Haas can keep developing. I know we have three weeks and people are just going to take advantage of this and just develop their car massively. So we'll see. We'll see what happens when we come back in a month or so uh, on track. But other storylines, I think. Um, Sonoda was an interesting one. Benefited massively from signs uh bad luck. Um would have been on for P4 if they didn't reshuffle the order. Oh my god, yes. Did you see that restart from Sonoda? He <laughs> it looked like a video game. He was just cruising past everybody. That's how I do it in F one twenty two. By the way, I just like launch up, but I need like full traction control and like the t the the AI at like ten. That's like right. He just like sent it. He sent it from like oh holy. Where was he when he started that 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 uh, he was like P eleven or twelve or thirteen something like that. Must have been right because yeah. when they put when they went back to the restart order, he was eleventh. Yeah, wow. Science's penalty is what pushed him into the points. And like he took, I saw the video of his onboard. Like, but he would have been, he would have likely been even further back because both Alpines were ahead of yeah, him. Yeah, he they was thirteen. They were out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just like started off, took off the Vries, took off a few. Was it the Vries? No, took off Botas, took off Joe Guan Yu quickly. And then, like, just making his way through traffic like nobody's business. While, was... meanwhile, avoiding all the the carnage and chaos in front of him. Yes, and like it was squeaky clean. Like, thank you, Yuki. Like, massive respect. I knew talent was there. People underestimated you, but you showed how good you were once again. <laughs> Love it. Like, I was pumped. Uh, Botas. Again, he gets he gets destroyed by Joe Guan Yu. Like I'm starting to like not like this whole Botas. Is it 2.0 or is it 3.0? Like he's he's having too much fun. He's not focused. <laughs> he's having too much fun with the mustache and mullet. Yeah, now he he wears flip flops to the track on like media day, and he said that what what they call him thongs in oh. Australia. I was like probably oh. what that, when I heard it, like I wasn't watching TV. And when I heard it, I was like, no, no, Botas, no, no, don't do it. I thought it was like, I went back to like Cisco video. You remember Cisco? It was like so long ago. You don't remember? Oh, I remember now. Yeah. Really long time ago. Jeez. I think I was in junior high. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to mind. I was like, what is he doing? No, no, you can't wear that. And it just ended up flip flops. Sorry. I got too excited there, but yeah, both us need to need to come back to Jesus or something and stop doing stuff like that and get more points. Like last year, he was like getting the best out of this car, right? Like he was like racking up points like nobody's business. But 
I don't know what's going on. Like he was the only driver racing. other than signs to not score points in the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right off the. Did you have him in your points? No, you didn't, right? No, no. Right. No, I don't. I didn't have Joe either. I don't have a whole lot of confidence in that car. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think we called it too, right? At the beginning of the year, that that car might not be as as potent as it was last year. So I think we're. We, yeah, we may have. Yeah, we have to revisit that on this on this hiatus here for uh, maybe next week or the week after. But we'll probably go back to what we said on our initial prediction. Maybe shuffle it up a little bit. Um. Yeah, Gasly and Ocon, 13 and 14, taking each other out. Neither finished. Yeah, that was, uh, they, Alpine lost out the most (laughs) in that um, red flag restart at the end of the race. You know what, after this race, like the, uh, the McLarens are ahead of them now in the championship. Shaking my head. Is that so? Yeah, bro. Clients ahead yeah, of yeah, twelve points to eight. You're right. Oh, painful to watch. After McLaren having two weekends of of just of just difficulty, now they're ahead of Alpine again. Like, wow. Well, I'd say I'd say it's the first race weekend where McLaren didn't have just like catastrophe. Like the first few races, or the first two races were horrible. Um, everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong for them in the first two races. So it's like the first race they were a- actually able to, you know, race. It's a race. But then you have to also think like the two, the two Alpines and, and signs, right. For making way to pump him up to like give him a spot, an extra spot each to rack up more points. So I think, yeah, definitely. It, you know, it, I, do you think it's balanced out yet or? They still they still have some luck some luck in reserve. I mean I don't like I wouldn't even say they were like super lucky this weekend. They were just not super unlucky. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They're not, they I mean, I guess unlucky. with the Alpines hitting each other, that like yeah, I see what you're saying. The Alpine signs that definitely move them up the order a little bit. But it's it's also the first like clean weekend they've had. Yeah, yeah, sure. True. And with, like we could blame Bahrain on them. It seemed like the car wasn't ready. That's their their own fault. Jeddah, Jeddah was just unfortunate. Yeah, like Piastri's kind of battling for position in in the first couple with corners. Lee <laughs> loses loses his front wing end plate, and it winds up in lando norris's front wing like you can't you can't make it up norris wasn't even involved in the battle he was several positions back like yeah that's that's just super unlucky i'd like to know what the odds of that are um i'd assume pretty low yeah pretty pretty decent pretty low devries dnfs thanks to shot sergeant who dnfs as well i think sergeant sends him out right on the second restart yeah, they both went out on that that late restart. Sergeant, man, you're killing me. Where is he in the championship? Uh, that's a good question. He's like 19th, zero points. Him and DeVries, 1920th. DeVries, man, what are you doing? We had so much hope after after uh, was it Monza? Yeah, after Monza, 2022. Well, I'm gonna owe you a dime because I want to point out that his car sucks. <laughs> another dime for me thank you very yep. much add it to the jar yeah that's good love it just Be start me a tab because there's a lot more of these coming i can probably exchange that <laughs> for some for for a drink or something down the row i'll keep that that rolling tab going <laughs> plus 10 cents from mr trevor thank you very much uh yeah magnuson another poor poor race barrier i don't even know how he ended up there though what's, what's, i think what's he the was i think he was just pushing too hard i mean he was in clean air tires. well he's just he's in clean air and you know he takes the corner a little bit wide it, he didn't make like very hard contact with the wall 
but uh it was enough contact to make his tire explode so Ugh, um man. yeah i mean that was that's just driver error i think i don't think there was any mechanical issue that caused that yeah no and i think our top a top three from the back i think you covered them a little bit russell just super unfortunate oh last year he was lucky here uh, and was able to benefit from a safety car, pulled it off. I was super pumped. I was like, oh, ho, ho, Russell did it again, did it again. You guys didn't do the pit stop with them. Lo and behold, a red flag. Just ruins my boy's race, man. I was gutted. I was gutted. Oh, Russell could have done much more. He could have been on the podium, man. He could have, yeah. Um, I don't I don't think he would have won the race. Um, I think there was too much pace in Verstappen's Red Bull, but he could have made yeah. the podium for sure. Yeah, he had a ton more in his pocket for Verstappen. I felt I feel like he they they want that engine was detuned so that he doesn't just fly fly away like usual. I think there's more left in that in that Red Bull. Nobody caught up to them. Six sec six six tens for per set per per lap. I don't think that's the case. I think it's pure management by the Red Bull here. Like it's it, you don't just lose pace that much yeah i would agree and one thing that i that i definitely noticed during the race uh during the early early stages of the race when both russell and hamilton got past uh verstappen verstappen didn't seem to put up much of a fight it he kind of was conceding the overtake he had a poor start and he was kind of just like okay yeah like you'll get in front of me and uh, I've got enough pace in this car. That there's DRS on there's you. 58 <laughs> laps. So, like, at some point, I'm going to get in front of you. It's not a big deal if you lead the race for a few laps. It kind of yeah. seemed like that was uh, Go ruin your tires. Go yeah, ruin your tires. Like, try to defend on me. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Have fun with it, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, he's right. He's right. Like, smart move, man. He's becoming smarter. I love it. Love him, the new Verstappen. Definitely uh, becoming smarter. I don't know how much of that is. Um, he's just confident that he has a, a much faster car, but I don't. I don't think we would have ever seen him kind of concede overtakes like that in in twenty twenty one, for example. No, nah, no, no, no way, <laughs> no. Especially against Hamilton. No. Yeah, they were so squeaky all, clean. People, the two of them. Yeah, the two of them were like side by side into turn three, and I was like. He, yeah, he did argue that he got pushed off track, but like he still and he did, kept he did it. go off of track, but I mean, he, he avoided I, the shot. Like he, yeah, amazing. It, like it was smart. He was being conservative. I don't, I don't know if he was necessarily pushed off of track. He, he kind of went up onto the curb off the track a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe just a tab. Be cautious, right? Because yeah. if. If he, if there is contact and it damages any of the aero elements on his car, well then oh. his whole like I have the fastest car advantage goes away. Yeah. So, uh, like I don't know if he was necessarily pushed. He said he was pushed. Um, he kind of indicated that it, uh, on team radio and also kind of hinted at that in the press conference afterward. But I I think he kind of just. Played it conservative, played it cautious, steered clear of any contact because he knew that as long as as long as his car doesn't get damaged, he he'll make up the time later on. Yeah, I guess I, you're right. I'm gonna leave it there for Verstappen, but I want to go back up to his teammate, Paris. I think I got I, I I'm not okay with his performance at all this week. Um, he I think he's not. He there's no way after watching him race this week. I'm like fully confident. There's no way he's going to be a challenge to Max Verstappen this season. It's done. Like his performance this weekend was nowhere close. He, he can't finish P5. Come on. Not in the Red Bull. Not with in on a track where you have five DRS, like four, four DRS. Four DRS, but also <laughs> n- like also neither Ferrari finished in the points. So like you would think, you know, uh, on a race where you're starting 20th and have to battle through the field, like you'd have to contend with the Ferraris. You finished P5. Ferraris weren't an issue. The the cars that finished ahead of you were obviously Verstappen, and then uh, a Mercedes, and and two Aston Martins. Um, yeah. 
Maybe he was clocking in some fastest laps and all, but like just 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 something about his drive that didn't. A big issue for him was like there was DRS trains like all the way through the midfield, which obviously made it a little more challenging for him to get through. But I thought there was enough pace in that Red Bull to to kind of overcome that um that obstacle. But yeah, Paris, it's over. Since it's over, man. Stop come back be to be to being a number two. I don't think he got anything here, man. I think it's over for Paris. I don't know. That's, that's I mean just my take. In terms know. of a title challenge, I think yeah, so. I think it's over. Um I think it's over. I mean it probably is. What you would need to see, at least for it to remain be interesting, is uh a race where Verstappen doesn't finish and Perez wins in the next uh several race weekends and then it you know, kind of looks looks close for a while, but obvi- like in the long run, I don't think he's he's going to be a challenge for Verstappen no. either. Oh. Um, no. He's not. But a I think he's going to. F- but he's going to finish. I think he's going to finish second in the constructors. Yeah. Okay. Alonso's there. Just just a while behind Verstappen. <laughs> just a a, a a a couple miles behind Verstappen. Yeah, like yeah. like several. He'll be he'll finish P two, but he'll be like way closer to P three than he like than he is to P one in terms of points. Okay, Trevor. Now, GP rating, man. What score for this race? Oh, that's a really tough question because like it was interesting, but it was a little annoying as well. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, well, I went first last time, so let's see what let's see what you got this time. Well, I'm gonna take a few things into consideration. I'm gonna take into consideration the track. The track was amazing. The fans, fantastic to watch. Uh, the weekend layout: FP3, uh, F3, F2, uh, Supercar, Michael Massey back on on in an F1 paddock. You know, uh, three red flags. Never seen that before. Uh, you know, restarts, chaos, uh, unpredictable. Like, dude, this is a solid eight, man. Come on. I was, I was thinking the same thing, actually. I was also thinking eight. Um, I thought I was going to one up you and just say it was like a half a point better than whatever you said. But I don't I don't really think it's an eight point five. So. Um, I think eight is a good rating. Yeah. But speaking just... of the red flags, so we had three red flags. Um, I think you mentioned we haven't had that before. Um, and I think you're right about that. that. I remember. Yeah. Um, how many of the red flags do you think should have been red flags? Uh, uh, well, all of them, I think. Interesting. I, yeah. So... Like the first time I saw the Ocon accident, like he he sends it into the wall, but then he comes his rear comes back on track, right? And like massive debris on track, like parts on track, I'm sure, from his car. Did you see how Hockenberg like barely barely dodged him? Like, dude, that was scary. So that first one, totally on board with a red flag uh, there. It should have just been immediate. You're talking about have... that, the Albon, the yeah, one on, the, okay. The first, yeah. the first shot uh, right there, right there. And then red flag. No, the issue I have with that one was how we went to like yellow flag first for a few laps. It's like, come on, dude. Like you just messed up a bunch of people's race that way, man. Just like, just do it. If you're going to do it, pull the trigger. Be a yeah, man. Definitely seemed indecisive. Yeah. But second one, um, yeah, that was also a tough one, right? Right there by the wall, uh, right after turn two, he, uh, Magnuson clips it into the wall. Uh, debris on track, parts on track, his tires on track. According to Hamilton, a, like a lot of debris. He was complaining yeah. about the debris in, in team radio. I don't know how much of that was genuine and how much of that was let's finish this under safety car, yeah. lock in a P2, but... He definitely yeah, even, was commenting on the amount of debris. Car, right? You you played the game. You know that corner, right? Even 
clearing that car and like the marshals have to come on track, have to like move it, sweep the track. Like, I think it was, it's being a street, street, a street track. It would have been difficult to like get that car out of the way without a red flag. So I'm a hundred percent. Okay. With that. Uh, now the last one, well, we all agree that was even worse, right? That had to be a red flag. That there had was to be a red flag. Let's see. Two, three, four. Yeah. There is at least four cars that ended up DNFing because of that lap. Yeah. Um, and then you had cars spun around. You mm-hmm. had cars going off track as well. So, that, like, I'm okay with the red flags. I'm just not particularly okay with the restart options that we have at the moment. That's all. Like, is there a better way to do it? Should we just have stopped the race? I I think if you re, if you stop the race, then there's a problem, right? I'd be pissed off if I'm a team that I'm like, well, the rule says if we have to restart, stand and start, I'm going to send it into turn one. But like, I just think like this is a clear opportunity to revisit the rules, though, and and prob- properly think about red flag and how you restart races because signs lost his race on on the restart. You see. 90% of the race is done and and the guy gets punished, right? So I don't yeah. know. That's why 90, 90% of the race is done and he gets punished for what's essentially a lap one incident. Yeah. So I don't Where know. like I don't like I don't know if that incident had actually happened on lap one, I'm not sure Science gets a penalty for it. No, they did see it as a lap one incident, game over, yeah. right? Like you carry on, like Everybody was fighting for position. Like, what were they expecting, man? You sent a bunch of dudes out there to race. Like, and it's a restart. You just get your reflexes back and you want to send it. You want to make positions. Like, Sonoda made a ton of positions. Like, that's what you have. That's the reflex on a restart. So, like, I don't blame anybody. It's just it's just unfair. Anyways, we, we've already went over this. So. That's yeah. true. Yeah, but I thought the red flags were justified, I think. Quite frankly, and, and a lot of people are talking about it being for sh- for show for entertainment. Do you do, did you did you think it was the case? I don't know. I don't know if that's their motivation. I think um, you know race restarts are definitely exciting and very entertaining. Um, that's for sure true. Whether that was their motivation for the red flags, I have no idea. Um, but it it did seem a, a little bit strange i mean the alban thing like mm-hmm. i agree it's either a safety car if you're gonna call a red flag you call it right away yeah. um that kind of ruined a, a couple people's races right there mm-hmm. um the second one i don't know it's hard to say i don't know how much debris was really on the track um but if there's debris covering the the racing line then i guess you got to do something to get it out of there so mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's hard to say the third one, like definitely you had (laughs) four cars stranded, a couple other cars facing the wrong way at, at certain points going off track, taking trips through the gravel. Um, yeah. So you're one one. one out of three, correct. Or like two out of three, correct. One, like absolutely correct. And two, I don't know. Like, I feel like it could probably go either way. But I kind of feel like the the second red flag caused the third red flag. Because, oh, well, I mean, you got people going right. out there on soft tires, and they've got two two laps to make up whatever <laughs> the positions race. they can possibly make up <laughs> to finish with the most amount of points possible. Yeah. yeah and it's, it's like... And they had just driven 56 laps on tires that were warm. So, like, how do you figure out where your braking points are now when your tires are ice cold because you just sat there for a while? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It kind of seems like when the the second red flag came out, it kind of seems like the third one was inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I was surprised, too, when I saw that red flag at the end. I was like... Well, what do we do if we have two laps? What are we doing here? Like, just, just walk, drive them around for a few laps, and then like call it a day. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, that I think we we can go over this race forever if we choose to. Uh, I think we'll leave it here. Next time, we'll talk again. 
we'll talk again in a, in a week or so. Uh, maybe do something fun uh, while we're on this uh, uh, spring break. And then, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Where are you going for spring break? Uh, n- New York City. <laughs> New York City. Okay. I think yeah, I'll do the same. I'll, I'll go to yeah. New York with you. Yeah. It's, a, it's a short trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a staycation, man. It's going to be right. a staycation. <laughs> but yeah, we'll try to do uh, another another uh recording um during the break maybe one or two uh yeah come up with some ideas let us know if you guys want us to talk about any particular topic uh we'll be we'll be more than happy to um yeah and uh i think this will wrap it up sounds good yeah we've uh we've been talking for a while we should uh should probably call it a day yeah give people their their time back <laughs> right i'm pre- pretty sure this are hearing your voice man maybe mine uh, yeah yours like suave. probably mine suave. definitely not yeah all right cool <laughs> bro all right guys uh we enjoyed every second of this i hope you guys did as well uh double stack podcast double stack f1 podcast we'll be back in a couple of days uh have fun enjoy the break uh stay tuned for some cool product and content during that time and uh yeah we'll catch you soon give us feedback sign up uh, to get the content uh live every time we push something out like subscribe uh apple whatever and we'll be back again love you thanks for listening bye everybody bye.